Welcome to the American and the Immigrant Podcast. I'm Cameron. Hola muchacho, como estas mi bien en tu, en tu, en tu. Ooh, my man's been hitting Duolinga. Hey, my wife is not trying to let me get by without learning it. She's like, me and my kids are going to be talking Spanish. You're going to be left out, motherfucker. <laughs> and so here I am. They're both going to be screaming at you in like Spanish and you're going to be like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you want. No say. <laughs> Uh, welcome in. It's good to be back. And, uh, you know, let's get this in. We're, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. So hopefully, you know, by the time you listen to this, you're, I don't know, maybe not with family, <laughs> probably not, uh, because COVID cases are, are spiking uh, again, which is expected, right? Did you see that fuck up that Giant made with their new uh, commercial advertisement they put out for the holiday season? They said, uh, plan is super spread. Whoa, bad words. Yeah. Beast. And they're like, who let this go by? Nobody reviewed this? Plan is super spread? Really? Will you kill grandma and grandpa next season? Yeah. Seems seems a little insensitive, like, especially when, like, Uh, the cases are literally, uh, you know, like, at some of the highest rates that we've seen, right? Since the pandemic started. Especially like you see it in the Midwest and you see the high rises in the, like in these rural areas as well. And so it's like, what's going on guys? Yeah. Nebraska. um, I think I I just checked it on like maybe Friday or Thursday, Thursday or Friday in um, South Dakota, Nebraska. God, are you using CDC or John Hopkins? Um, I use, well, I guess I look at both, but, um, I think that day I was looking at Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, I, I will say, well, this, I, I think like the CDC is nice cause you can click on, um, like States, you know, and then go directly to the state's health department website. But did you know that Trump's administration now has moved the information that these states are giving to away from the CDC and towards HHS? Yeah, they moved it to like, like yeah, like to HHS or DHS. But I think um, yeah. it's getting back. It, there was like a delay, but I think it's back now. Like CDC is getting the latest um, updates. Yeah. Like for a while there, though, I think, yeah, during like, I, I don't know if that was like August or something or was, like July or August, there was like a lag. So like, Wait, if you looked at the CDC for a certain period of time there, the numbers were like basically behind the actual, Ooh. like they weren't like real, you know, like real time, like actual data. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I looked that up and, you know, it's, um, it's sad. I mean, you're, you know, you're seeing these sort of places that thought they were insulated from this, from this pandemic. Um, and I it's mean, hitting, it's hitting them hard. To be honest, you know, uh, I was positive. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I came positive almost about two weeks ago. And uh, how's it feel to be a pandemic statistic now? You know, to be absolutely like honest, you know, I don't think I'm a fair case of it because like, I I think I, I got a super mild version of it. Um, only thing that really affected me was my taste and smell that was completely gone. Like I was chewing on onions and garlic and ginger, like jalapenos, but my butthole was still filling it. But you know, my mouth wasn't. <laughs> so 
I was really just destroying all that. And I still got to like, I was really running. I was still running in my backyard. Um, I, I did a 12 mile bike ride a couple of days ago. So I think my lungs are still good. Uh, besides that, you know, for those who, it's just like, a, it's just a wake up call really. Like if you weren't preparing yourself prior to this, just monitoring your body and your state of mind and, and your health and where you are and your intake, I think this might be a major wake up call, you know? Yeah, and I think it is for a lot of those uh, kind of rural communities right now because they're, you know, they're hurting. They're seeing a lot of um, loved ones that are, um, and like you said, because the 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 symptom range is just so, so is is so broad and so wild, and it's like you know, um, I've I've heard cases where people were like the same thing. They were like, ah, oh, it wasn't too bad. Um, and then it like hit harder, like, you know, a few days later and then they're, you know, they're hospitalized. So it's like, there seems to be a, just a lot of like, uh, you know, kind of, and, and truly it is like unknown. We just don't know like all the true I mean, scope of the disease. Right. To me, she tested negative. So we're going to wait until a couple of days later, maybe it's just the viral load hasn't, um, you know, because, oh, she still tested negative like last week. So we're trying to figure that out before she goes back to her primary care. And that's where you got tested as well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, was it your first swab or? No, I, I got swabbed back in, uh, like in the summer. Okay. So this is I, yeah. yeah. Cause I, I woke up and like one day I had like a pretty sore throat and like, um, but you know, again, it's like, it was probably just some other, like viral thing that I got. Um, but yeah, so, you know, um, it's really thinking about people out, <laughs> that are out in the rural communities and, you know, you got we got to do what we can to prevent this from becoming a, even more of a public health like disaster than it already is. You know, we're all in it together, right? You think of the new clothes that like new rollouts of uh, closings and going back to the restrictions at 10 o'clock and, I mean, uh, some of them seem cronious to me and not necessarily uh, buried in science. Like, you know, that like that testing thing with the with the with the temperature, I, I guess it's to weed out some people, because like when I found out my results, I found out my results like two Saturdays ago, I mean, a, a Saturday and a half ago, and I get my temperature checked at that gym all the time. And I found, I went in the morning and I found out my results in the afternoon. So it's like, how consistent is this buried in science or like does COVID stop moving at 10 o'clock? Like, no, well, I mean like the temperature thing, you're right. I mean, it, it, it's like just one, one little like kind of quick thing that people can do, but it's not, yeah, it's not going to catch like any of those cases where fever is not present. Right. Yeah. So, you know, or asymptomatic, right? You can't do anything about that. But I think, you know, some of the measures like 10 o'clock and, and these things, it's really just to keep like people from gathering like at bars and restaurants. Like that's really, I think what that's aimed at is just to keep people from like congregating. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and you know, like if, 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 it, if it's a bar or restaurant and people are, you know, they're drinking and right, like <laughs> take off your mask you people know. tend to like you know alcohol yeah. is not exactly great for your decision making let's just put right. it that way yeah 
Um, you know, and I think like those are relatively minor and I know people get upset about it and people are upset about businesses, but again, like you can't remove, you can't really remove yourself from the public. Like we're all part of the public. I, I like, there's no way to remove yourself unless you go live, uh, you know, in the middle of like the, the Yukon in the, in Canada or something all by yourself. Um, so, uh, so we're still, <laughs> we, we still have, a, a president elect, right? Pretty sure that Joe Biden is president elect, but I don't know. There's all kinds of like weird legal stuff going on. Um, and now they, the Trump team, five, I just saw five cases, huh? 25 cases that the Trump's administration has laid out in several different states and battlegrounds, and they've only won one. No, I know. They've been getting completely destroyed in the courts. Yeah. The court. So it's like, okay, just concede. And I know. I know. And now they just asked for a recount in Georgia, a third recount. Jesus. And so it's like, are you, are you doing this to pause until the elect, the electoral delegates vote in December? Is there, are you trying to push it until then? Because they have to go vote in Washington in December, all the electoral uh, delegates. So are you trying to push it until then? But like, I, I think he's just being himself, right? Um, the guy loves the courts. But the he sues people all the time. And like in a very vulnerable position. He fired the defense secretary. He's firing people in the cabinets that are very, very high positions. So you're leaving the country in a position where if something, knock on wood, you know, what's to happen, how are we going to respond? Who's going to respond? But something is happening. We're in the middle of a, a yeah. pandemic, in in like, you know, the time when flu season, really when all diseases are at their worst. Right. And, um, you know, I, those questions you're asking, like, I, he doesn't care. I, I don't. I mean, I don't really know how else to like to answer that question. He's it's he's selfish, right? He doesn't care. I don't think he's ever had any really like. Uh, higher value system that he was like held himself accountable to. So you're like, why is he doing wise? Why is he, he just doesn't care. He's, he's a selfish person. I don't know. Um, and so I think when, you know, you see all these cases too, I think a lot of it's just to continue to like keep his, uh, his base, like, um, you know, kind of like, he's like kind of trying to keep it simmering as long as he possibly can. I think yeah. I, to what end, I don't know. Yeah. Protesting like in Washington D.C., uh, my lady and I drove out like several weekends ago. Just like let's just drive around D.C. and they have it locked down after four after like uh, K Street. It's locked down. You see patrols because during the day they had so much Proud Boy rallies and other rallies that are just you know with BM, BLM and. It's like, people, God, leave, stay the fuck home. Stay the fuck home. Stop making this pandemic worse. Go back to Twitter. Go back to your thumb gangsters and just, you know, tweeting at each other. But all this congregation is not helping. And then you take all this bullshit back into your neighborhoods. And then you spike up the gaze again. And then so it's like, we're going in a circle and you're making... On both sides, on both sides, you're making the law pro like, prolonging from us having a normal city. Let us get back to restriction. Sit the fuck down for a little bit. 
because I want to go back to some kind of normalcy. I can't do this 10 o'clock bullshit. I can't do this. So I think it's for the overall, we should just, you know, sit down for a second. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to take a vaccine though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not hopeful that um, it's suddenly people are going to see the light. I mean, we're, we're like, what is it? It's been nine months, nine so. months. I mean, if they haven't figured it out now, <laughs> they're not going to figure it out uh, in the next like, you know, 30 days or something like that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I'm hoping it just gets certified. Like when it, I, I just, that's literally, I'm just waiting for that. Like I, I don't pay attention to any of things that they're doing anymore. I'm just like, right. I want it to just be certified and I just want to move past it and like move on. Like I'm just, I'm done with the, given the dude any sort of like airtime and attention you know what i mean it was funny because one of a uh, major republican uh uh representative i think i'm not sure if it's from uh top cotton or uh south carolina lindsey graham which suggested that they guys what they suggested to the democrats guys like what's the worst he could do just let him have it it's only a few more months and it's like why that's not how this thing okay sure yeah sure (laughs) and then speaking of that like georgia re-election uh georgia update they're making them recount again i guess right yeah that's what i said like the third recount yeah recount but i mean you know the it's not going to change the result. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, again, I think it's just to keep his, um, his base of people engaged in it and like kind of, um, dude, once he gets out of presidency, those rallies are going to be dope. They're going to have, uh, fireworks. They're going to have rock concerts. What? Oh. You see those rallies? He's going to continue to do those rallies. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Well, he's going to start a news or he's going to start a news organization. Yeah. Like, one huh where the from like a conservative side yeah he's gonna go further than like fox basically further than one what are they called one america <laughs> one yeah america. or something like that yeah yeah something like that yep oh man but i mean he's already got the recognition the brand i mean he's got everything right <laughs> it's all built in it's it's all built into his his presidency and it doesn't look like there's, an, there's another republican candidate that's as vocal and as uh uh enamoring as trump so i think yeah he's gonna have the party for quite some yeah. time our government our governor here hogan just called him out again said to and he's basically just cut it out i love him concede concede and yeah. just get get it move on with it yeah love Logan. um so you want to talk about televangelists <laughs> what what do you want to talk about <laughs> speaking of like i i just think like there's such barren robins like i mean rob bear like they're just so uh like just taking advantage of people's emotions at the wrong time and i, I and like that lady who's speaking tongue uh, I, f- I forgot her name, and she was just Jesus, stop steal, stop steal. I'm like, oh my gosh, like Jesus ain't got time for you, bitch. He, he, he got better shit to do. They're starving kids in Yemen, girl. The yep. fuck? 
talking about? Stop, uh, Jesus, listen, listen to us, listen to me. And then, like, the, or, or what's that uh, devil-looking motherfucker with that dark black hair, but he's, like, 78. Yeah. Uh, who was, like, laughing at the results. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, dog, you just spread COVID all up in this room, bro. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And now half of your congregation is dead next week is half of it empty because your ass was ha ha for five minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, in a lot of ways, they're like Trump, right? They say a lot. They love the sound of their own voice. And um, what what's always at the bottom, right, of those uh, of those presentations? Huh? What's at the bottom? Donation. Send donations to call now. Get your it's your for you know 1999 you can get the jimmy's guide to walk in the faith like <laughs> i mean you're right it's it's a it's a business but yeah. like 108 million evangelicals that are here in america like keep israel keep israel fight for and it's like what That's, i think of it as like a brand now right like brands rip people off too yeah you know what i mean right like but why can't we focus that energy on some like truly helping people? Like truly, like all that money that you're sending to Israel, like that's all- socialism, dog. Like, <laughs> can we keep that money here. Like I bet you, there's neighborhoods that can use that money. I bet you. Stop! Stop being socialist. Stop it right now. Uh, you are a motherfucker. You're sending money to a country that doesn't import shit. And they are fucking rich. So who the fuck is this socialist here? This is a capitalism, capitalist country, BK. How dare you say we help people? You old Jerry Adric motherfucker. <laughs> like, sit the fuck down and send me your money. You know what I'm saying? If your kids don't want it, send me the money. 1-800-BK-needs-money. 1-800-BK-needs-money. And go fund me at BK-needs-money. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, fund the the Tati podcast. <laughs> hey, we need we're, we're for the studio. Uh, we uh, want a hundred million studio, like Joe Rogan studio. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's really easy. Just, just we'll, we'll put the link down down below. You know, just send us whatever is in your bank account. Send, and, <laughs> send them, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll punch your ticket. Punches your ticket to the pearly gates. <laughs> Support is guaranteed. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, oh man, no, I grew up with that stuff, man. So, like, yeah. that's that would I I used to um, like see them on all the time. Um, like, my parents would order some of that stuff. Yeah, and then you know there'd be like uh, uh, a news thing, a news article. You know, several years later, you know, so and so, you know, televangelist millionaire caught with. Like child pornography, right? It's like, oh, it's just like, ah, oh. like Joel Osteen, like when that hurricane was hitting his town in Houston, you know, when all those people were running from their homes because the levees had failed, and your church was the only place, and you refused to open the church until you had the shame of public mm-hmm. shaming, and you decided to finally open it up. Hey, hey, don't scratch the paint. Hey, 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 don't sit there. Hey, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, that guy's like a millionaire too. It's crazy. It's crazy. 
The place? No, that that Joel Osteen. He's like a freaking millionaire. Dude, dude. I don't. God tell me. God told me. I don't need. I got. I got a G four. <laughs> G because yeah. the G four has to get stopped in but Chicago. It's, yeah, it's to help people though. He delivered to New York ASAP. Yeah. It's, it's a G four for the people though. G five, baby. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't want that G4. I already got the G4. I already been yeah. on it. I need yeah. the G7 now. What's up, baby? Yeah. Donation 1-800-BK-needs-money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Good times with the televangelist, man. Um, all right. So what? let's jump into the main topic. Let's, uh, let's dig into it. Let's do it. So you, you, you introduce it. What do you... What was on your mind? Well, th- this topic, I'm, I'm bringing it in uh, and rolling it on the table because it's like something that I've been uh, standing back and watching and just to seeing the consensus of people. But my personal feel on it is uh, one way. And I just wanted to bring it up and to see where the public is on, uh, or is this just an overcry of transgender kids uh, playing athletes, transgender athletes participating in male or female sports, uh, and even in high school uh, collegiate sports, including track and uh, uh, wrestling, um, and like the merits of these athletes and the co- combination with the worldwide athletic uh, body, board body, defining what an athlete is, defining how much testosterone is in your body to define if you're a male or female and those arbitrary decisions that they're making affecting people's lives and people's like livelihood in the long run, you know, Um, possibly. So I just wanted to go over that and see where, where you might be Kim as well as a biologist, but as well as a parent, you know, of one of your kids was to trans and if they wanted to be an athlete, and so, like, how would you handle that? And for me, as an individual who is an athlete, um, but also respects the, san- the sanctity of having a male sport, a female sport, you know, having those two divided and having the respected positions and winning in each category without having this such gray area and I just wanted to talk about that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's an interesting topic. And I, and obviously, like, I, I think about it from, like, the the biological side. Um, so, like, okay, so a few things. Like, first off, um, I think that, you know, like you just said, male and female sports um, and kind of, like, having the, you know, both you know, having both of those, mm-hmm. uh, having them exist as this kind of separate thing. Right. Um, but the, the thing that's kind of weird about, like when you start mixing society and sports is that um, like biological sex is kind of different than what we think of as just like when you see somebody and you're like, that's a female and that's a male. On an XY chromosome. Right. Right. It gets like messy. There's like, uh, right. You know, is a, you know, technically there's, there, well, there's, uh, um, um, you know, there's females that are walking around with like a Y chromosome. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's also like all kinds of like sort of strange, um, 
you know, because they're, they're, they're like multiple X's, like, so they'll have two X chromosomes, but also a Y, or in some cases they even have like three X chromosomes. So it's like, it gets really like, um, you know, that sort of like rigid definition just kind of falls apart unless you're, you know, strictly going like, does this person have a Y chromosome or do they not have a Y chromosome? Right. Right. Um, so that's one thing is that I think that this, the social uh, aspect of, you know, males and females is different than like an actual biological definition of those two things. Right. right. Um, and yeah. And so like we were talking about this before with like Castor Semenya, yeah. um, you know, and so she had this, you know, she's an 800, she's a South African uh, 800 meter runner. And, and, and um, she's just, she's amazing. Like she's, it's really good way yeah. way kind of ahead of her her um you know her contemporaries like she was just completely just uh destroying people in that event right and you know there was like all this thing because they checked her testosterone levels and there was this whole thing about it and and i think they ended up like Refus sanctioning her right and like, saying she couldn't compete she's refusing to take hormones to reduce her testosterone levels or whatever and whatnot yeah yeah, and so I think it's interesting because we. It, it's also different uh, from a perspective of like a solo kind of sport like that where you're like you're just running a race right. against other people versus like you're on a team, right? right? I mean, clearly there's you go watch the NFL, right? There's clearly there's guys on the team that are just like gargantuous, gar like like yeah. yeah, just pure like beastly athletes compared to another member of the team, right? But it doesn't matter because it's sort of, it's a, you know, 11 on 11. So it kind of all averages out, you know, whatever. Um, and, but I think it, it just really tends to like pop up on like an individualistic sport where you're just kind of seeing like one, one person just leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else that yeah. they're competing against. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I just, I think that it, it's, it brings up an interesting question and I think I was going to ask you this anyway, but like where, if we're going to go down that route of where like we have to test everybody for like all these different markers and testosterone, like where do you really stop? Like uh, where does it become too much? I just think it's all very, very, um, it's not cut clear. Absolutely not. But I, as an athlete and as somebody who loves to compete and as somebody who's a competitor myself uh, from collegiate wrestling to jujitsu to MMA, um, all very solely sports, all solely uh, individual sports where you got to go prove yourself out there on the mat. And it's just you and that other individual. And to for me, if I had known that my opponent is cheating, uh, has it somewhat an advantage and not natural advantage which means like they're for a male if you're taking steroids if uh you are taking any kind of G hgh uh i would be totally bothered by that but if you naturally are stronger than me if you are absolutely a biologically a male and you dominate me i have no problem with that you know a loss is a loss a win is a win but with females, I feel like there's that reason why we separate female sports from male sports. Because on average, scientifically, the 
premier athletes of male and females are separated by an eight to 12% uh, strength gap. That comes out naturally after you reduce even a male testosterone by uh, a trans a male that you have treated with, scientists have proven by you have treated with uh, uh, hormo hormonal uh, treatment. Their, their strength, their stamina, your endurance lowers by approximately eight to 12%. And so they've pr proven that that is the average difference. And for me to put that out there and compete with a female, knowing that I have a testosterone that's been running my body for 30 years versus a female who doesn't have that extra juice that's not fair. I don't think you should compete in that. I think we should have male sports, female sports. And then if you want to compete, I think you should have an inter intersex or transgender sports where you could compete with your likely of the same caliber. But I don't think males who are born, specifically male athletes who have been born male and then want to transition or have transitioned and want to participate with females. That is what I have a problem with. That is not, I think that's a, a disadvantage. Even for my, if I have, you know what I'm saying, God willing, a future daughter, and I know that she does not have that strength. I know that for sure. Because I know as a male that I, what my body's capable of, and I know what your body's not capable of. The strength, the bone structure, my hips, my weight, my, uh, uh, the way my, uh, uh, a respiratory is built. I don't have breastplates. I have chest. So that allows me to, to take more air in and stand in the endurance for a lot longer. So there's no way that's fair and competitionally in the same level. So I think separating those categories and having the best of each one promoted and congratulated and uh, uh, encouraged is one thing. But just for the sake of ideology, just for the sake of to make somebody else feel better, I can't. I can't. As an athlete, I know what has done for me being an athlete and being a competitor in my life. And so I wouldn't want that lesson to be disturbed by some social political movement that I think might or might not make a big difference in my child's life. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want to find that out in the middle of raising my child. I'd rather, I'd rather not. Yeah. Well, I think, okay, so a few things. Like you you mentioned like um, specifically an example of a transgender, you know, individual. Yeah. That was, I guess, you know, born. Um, a male? A, a male. I mean, I don't know, like, I guess just biologically let's just say, or I, I don't know, but that, again, that's kind of like, um, that's also like a strange definition, right? Because gender and sex are kind of like different in terms yeah. of like, uh, what, how we think about them. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, do you watch the, sorry, just as an aside, have you ever watched the Titan games on uh, NBC? Titan games. Is that the with rock with the rock? No, yes. but I've okay. seen like reviews of it, reviews of it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. He so like last season he had a there was an athlete that was she uh you know she she was born a female, um, 
and she she played uh, uh she played basketball actually for like for like stanford or something mm-hmm. um and then you know she always felt wrong like you know she always thought she you know was a should should have been a male right like she was always just she always felt like something was wrong with her with her body and with her like sort of you know anyway so she transitioned and she was on that show as a as a male you know then as himself i guess at at that point um and he competed and he was like you know he did great he was like a beast right and so i think in like that kind of a case where you were like you're sort of saying like well you can't do it like one way but maybe you could go the other way I think that also kind of feels like to some people like, well, you know, like why, like why limit just one, you know, sort of individual versus and not versus like another individual. Right. You, and so for that, let's, let's, let's make it a, a across the board line then, you know, um, I think you're, we are knocking down the merits of each individuals or the merits of a person that's, uh born one way trying to appease at a situation i don't think that's very very um so nutty because like at the same time like i want you to because i i I would want if my child was a transgender i would want my child to compete because i know again what that sport has done for me and what sport has brought into my life. But I also have to understand what other parents have done for their child and to get their child to that level. Especially if I have a male son and he wants to transition into a female and he wants to compete with females. I'm going to have a very strong feeling about that and saying that is not a fair advantage. Even when it comes to the bone density of the male body is not the same as the bone density of a female, even just the weight wise. And so just yeah. for the physical well, caliber of it, uh-huh. I guess we should differentiate too, but like between like a high level, right? Like yeah. if, if they're at like some, you know, quote unquote, like top league yeah. of, of that respective sport. Um, I think it matters more. Like, would you agree? Absolutely. And and also, as kids, oh, I would let my kids play. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, right. 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 Boys, girls, uh, even co uh, coeds. Hell yeah. But at the age, I feel like at like eight, nine, or ten, that's when the boys and the girls really start having that separate separation of abilities. Yeah, like statistically speaking, it's not always true. Yes, absolutely. And we're not crossing up a board. No, uh, I'm not making a whole general consensus. But statistically, yeah. uh, let's say 65% is where that difference starts being noticed, right? And so uh, I'm going to, like, even if I have a daughter, I'm going to push, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to make her a beast. I'm going to make her, what? She's going to whoop ass. She's going to throw people, like, hands down. I've, and I, and I, as a wrestler, I've seen female wrestlers who are fucking beast and they wrestle and unlike wrestling, there is no uh, separation. They wrestle this co-ed in high school. Mm-hmm. So girls will wrestle boys and they will dominate the shit out of these boys. And so I'm totally with it. But once you start talking about high level sports is when I think 
is when you should start making those differences. When it comes to intersex people like Casper Samaya, I think I, I, I have no problem with her. Although she, we should also point that she's not like a, a trans. She's not a transgender like athlete. Right? They're called intersex people or intersex, yeah. what the IAAF considers them is DSD athletes. And those athletes are also considered intersex and they sit in that boundary. And yeah. so what's DSD? I should look that up probably, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, so, so with those athletes, Oh, disorders of sex development. That's what they call. Okay. Okay. So yeah. DSD. Okay. Gotcha. Which is a fucked up name. And so, yeah, I know why I call it like a disorder. That's horrible. <laughs> like, as if, you know, <laughs> like, there's clearly something wrong with that person. You know, what kind of body that you're dealing with and which is why I have a problem with more of the body of, that is guiding this versus the athlete, you know? Um, and so with these arbitrary definitions of testosterone and arbitrary definitions of what a female, uh, a female male is, uh, they don't have a clear consistent, consistent for the athletes to know or to understand what guides to go with. So they're making it up as a go. So I have a problem with that. But besides that, like with intersex athletes, I think, they should go with the gender they identify with, you know, especially with like her, she's a female. She could, they, all three of them consider themselves females. And so as that, I think you should compete, you know, and to be forced to take testosterone or have your yeah. uh, gonads move removed and yeah. like, what in the fuck are you talking about? They're like, your abilities are too good and we must level the playing field somewhere. No. It's like, no, but that hasn't been proven. That hasn't been consistent. That a higher level of testosterone does not mean that you're going to win. Yeah, that's what I, and I think that's like, and her, and something, you know, taking aside the whole, um, you know, since I think we've discussed the transgender issue, but like this issue with the intersex, it's like at that point, like what, where, when do you sort of, like I said, like the, how granular do you need to be, right? Like, and then like, if you do determine that this person has, you know, you've set, I don't know, you've consulted scientists and you've found like a based off the best evidence that this is the certain level that you should be at. And then like, so then do you have to test other athletes to make sure, but then like, what about um, training and conditioning? And like, how do you, uh, how does one, you know, how does that body sort of like take that into account? How do they standardize that all of a sudden? It's like, now you have all these weird issues coming into play where it's like, are you basically, are you saying, are you just trying to handicap people at that point? Yes. Or are you actually like concerned about this becoming an issue, right? I think that was the problem that I had with the cast or some anything. It's almost as if they were like, too many people were complaining, you know, so oh, she's too fast, she's too good. It's, and it's like, and so what, you want to handicap that person? <laughs> conversation up is because i think we as a society should have these conversations before these arbitrary bodies make up the definition for us and i yeah. think we should have these conversations with our kids and understand that there are people that don't care about you there are people outside they're going to judge you and so let me under let me, let's take on these conversations together yeah let's have these conversations at home and and know that the challenges that we're about to take on and so with that 
I think it's 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 more advantageous to come at it from a family perspective, yeah, than from a rule and guide and some arbitrary uh, decision of what a male and female is. And so after that, we'll get to the higher level of athletes once we have these conversations. But we're trying to deal with these higher level competitions without having the conversation first. And so I think it's very, very important to look at the overall picture of what we're trying to do. Because like I I said, I would want my kids to have a fair chance of playing, having a fair chance to win, and understanding the lessons that came out of that whole experience without having some kind of social fuckery being finger fucked in into it. And now I'm trying to have raise my child plus talk to him about some bullshit. Yeah. No, I agree. It's you're right. It's like a good reminder just of, uh, that we need to have these conversations, uh, you know, obviously within families, of course, but then also even like, you know, society writ large, like we also like the, the, these are messy conversations. They're not easy. They're, they're hard to have. They're not, there's no like real clear cut answers. And you're right. We just have to deal with it. We have to get in there and we just have to, you know, we have to, uh, and deal with it before we just let you're like, you're right. Some authoritative body say, this is how you will be. And this is how, it will, you know? So, yeah, I think that's a, um, percent of the time the, the bodies are, old white men who don't give a fuck about our society as a collective. And so I think it's important to us to tell them what we define as a society, you know, and what I deem um, is right for my child, but as well as the overall upbringing of our society and our society's conscience. And so have these conversations at home before somebody has the decision for you. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Have those, have those tough conversations for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for uh, another episode of Tati. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. I just, I'm thinking about this guys, you know, let us know if you, what you think. Uh, let's get rid of the A in Tati because do we need to hyphenate the A? Tati. T-A-T-I. Yeah. Well, I'm, you mean the and? Well, there's, oh, so the and. You don't want the and. I don't want the and. The American, the immigrant. Okay, all right. We still say it, the American and the immigrant, but you don't necessarily have to hyphen the end. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah? Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. <laughs> Email us at Tati Podcast. Yeah, yeah. With that double A. Double A. <laughs> all right. Be safe. Be well. Keep safe. Have a happy holidays. <laughs>